Welcome to the Your Ate podcast, where you'll experience the unfiltered and inspiring world of impact-driven women business owners. I'm your host, Mary Grace Iniguez, a female multi-passionate entrepreneur and the owner of Social Register Network, and I'm on a mission to ignite the power within you. Here at the Your Ate podcast, we're all about sharing authentic stories, both the triumphs and the challenges, because it's through our life experiences that we can truly impact others. I believe that by opening up and embracing vulnerability, we can empower ourselves and those around us. So grab your headphones and let's celebrate the resilience, passion, and the determination of each impact-driven women business owner. Remember, your story is the spark that can light up the world. Let's make an impact and ignite the power within you. Hey there, it's me again, your host, Mary Grace Iniguez. And this part of our series, I am going to share more about my teen years leading up to where we are today. So as I was in middle school, you heard that I was already building some kind of community. I really was someone who wanted people to come together. I wanted people to never feel alone. I didn't like seeing people alone. And in a lot of ways, I think I was projecting, right? Because I didn't want to be alone. But through school years and high school years as a young girl, um, although I had friends, there was also a lot of drama. There was also a lot of hate. Um, I think because I am a girl who just loves to laugh and I appreciate jokes. So I am a girl, a girl at the time I was a girl, I'm a woman now. (laughs) Um, I was that girl who enjoyed hanging out with boys and girls. And most of the time, a lot of boys because I got their jokes. I understand their jokes. I like to just have fun type of thing and and talk about weird things and and laugh. And so I think also being the new girl in the city, a lot of boys were attracted to that, right? Now you get girls who hate on you. And I think through my middle school and high school years that there was a lot of that. There was a lot of name calling. I was being called bitch, ho, slut. Our house was always being egged. There was just a lot of drama and hate. And um, I think... Although as a young girl, my mom always boosted my confidence and allowed me to really stand my ground and protect myself and defend myself, that boosted a lot of my confidence because at home, my mom would tell me, you know, don't listen to them. That is not what you are. You know, they're my mom, my mom being the mom, she's like, they're just jealous and all the things. So at home, I was getting the love and the confidence and the support I needed. And so I think that was a tremendous help in a young girl's life, especially at that age, that a lot of that I didn't let control me. But I do know that, you know, knowing what I know now, I I always say that, is knowing what I know now, looking back, I think subconsciously I did take on those words and kept it close to my heart, right? And for a young girl, that is not something you know, that's healthy. It does cause some kind of trauma or causes the young girl to have a chip on her shoulder or always walking into rooms ready to defend herself type of thing. So fast forwarding to high school when I eventually met my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, of course, in sophomore year, um, that then became more, it, it became even louder, I would say, because I think just the typical high school drama and then 
Brian and I got pregnant, now those words got louder, but also now those words in my subconscious now confirmed in my head that, oh my God, maybe they're right, but also they're not right. And maybe everyone is thinking this type of thing. Like, so I walked into rooms thinking that people thought that already of me because of subconsciously I have attached it to me. Right. And now I'm confirming it because I'm now pregnant. Right. Um, so with all of that, I think I went through high school just really with that chip on my shoulder, but also just ready to ready to be in defensive mode and also just having my guards up all the time because I'm like, well, they're already thinking it. So I need to defend myself and because I am not that right. And also because my mom infused confidence in me and the whole don't mess with me type of vibe, I had that and I embodied that. The great thing about this on the other end of it is I did have my boyfriend, my mom, and then a dear best friend who never judged me and her parents never judged me because on the other end of that, there were other friends' parents who were like, don't hang out with her. That's contagious. And looking back, obviously, as a parent, I know why they said those things. Um, as a parent, you're just doing the best and protecting your child because I don't know, maybe I would say the same thing. Maybe not in that situation, but what if it came if it came to like drugs or whatnot? Um, I mean, you gotta know your kid though, right? <laughs> you gotta know your kid. Are they easy influenced or what? So I think at that age, all of that hurt me and subconsciously I built up this even bigger wall of steel. <laughs> and I just really carry that on into my adult years that even in my career, I felt that women were still attacking me. Like women were still not wanting me to excel. They still weren't wanting me to succeed. They still were not lifting me. I didn't have a lot of that. Always in my core had my mom, my best friend, and a couple of people. But predominantly, no, it wasn't always women, you know, lifting me in spirit. It was always them trying to take me down or the name calling and whatnot. So I share that part with you today because for many years, I wasn't like a hoorah, let's go women type of person. Because in my head, I'm like, they've always been the ones who were tearing me down. And I built that I, I don't have, I didn't have hate for women, but I just built this shell over my heart towards women. Um, but also in general over people. And when I became a business owner, especially with what I do, um, I host networking events and I bring people together and I build community. I've always told myself from the get go, um, that diversity and inclusion is a huge thing for me obviously, because I don't like to see people left out. I don't like to see people alone. And I value multicultural, multi-generational. It doesn't matter. I value that. That's my core values. And I never saw myself really um, hosting women events because I've been asked to several times. And, I, and even when I said yes to um, hosting a women's event with a couple of leaders here in Las Vegas, I still had a tiny bit of that chip on my heart. It's not till I met the most amazing women in my circle, but also doing the work within. 
Now, when I was um, in my 20s, the previous CEO was like a second mother to me and a mentor. She did get me a life coach at that time, and it helped me with all life navigation of being a mom and wife and and navigating being a woman and all these things. It helped me with all of that. But now being a business owner, this is a whole nother, dude, this is a whole nother level. (laughs) And what truly helped me was doing the inner work, taking care of myself, practicing mindfulness, meditation, and really getting back to who I am. Because when you're able to really, and I'm no expert, okay, so I'm just speaking from my experience, is when you're able to really heal yourself from those traumas, you're able to really see it from a perspective of someone who is healed, from someone who can look at it in a logical sense um, and see it with blessing and gratitude. And when I say that is now when I look back at those things that happened is I look at it as, wow, they were really hurt or what could have been going on in their homes for them to have to lash out at me or project to me or do those kind of things like what could have been going on in all of our homes or what have what were these teenagers all going through that there were these things happening right like these exchanges of violence right mental emotional whatever going on what the heck was going on in their homes or what were they going what were they going through internally? And so when you're able to heal, you're really able to see it in that perspective as a healed version of you, um, as a next level of you, if you want to say. And when I was able to do all of that work, I did a lot of journaling and mindfulness and meditation. And what I kept hearing was my impact, my purpose of helping more women, helping more women like me. It's always been near to my heart that I knew that one day I would love to give back to teen moms and and speak to them and mentor them. But this was different. This was like, I want to help women in business because there was shit I was going through in business that women weren't talking about. Or I never felt like there was a a room that was safe enough to, to share that. Until I had this close circle with me and through this mindfulness and journaling and aligning back to me and my core me is when all of this came up, I was like, I'm going to start doing women events where women feel safe, CEO women feel safe and they're being poured into because me as a CEO myself, there was shit I was going through that I had no one to really talk to about until I built this circle. And I learned that we were all in some ways going through the same thing or have been through the same challenges. And then through the years, of course, I've met more women who are multi seven figure businesses who also shared the same challenges. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to create something that provides a safe space for women where None of that catty shit, none of that judgment, but where, how can we build a safe space where women are being poured into and allows them to be vulnerable and allows them to ask for the questions and the resources that they need. And through all of those challenges that I've gone through, I knew that there was other women who have gone through the same, who have probably felt the same way, who have been treated the same way. And 
as I was journaling one day, this download came to me and it was, you are the perfect person to be hosting these events. You are the perfect person to be shining light on other women because you saw the negative. You felt the negative first fucking hand, but that's not you. And you know how it feels. So how can you shine that light so that other young women are not going through that? Or if they have, that there is somewhere that they can go where they feel a sense of love and they're like, oh my God, she gets it. Yes, I went through that. So through my mindfulness and practicing of taking care of myself, I was able to see that. I was able to see that, okay, not all women are bad and all women are not bad. It's just shit I went through when I was younger and teenage hormones and drama and and things that unfortunately, I don't know what these kids, you know, how their family dynamics were or what was going on in their life. But subconsciously, I took it on. And for many years, I was in pain and in anger. And since I've healed all of that, it's allowed me to see my challenges and turn that into light. My anger and pain and turn that into light for another person. And that is when I was like, I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep fucking doing this because there are women who feel exactly the same that I do. Maybe they didn't go through the same kind of pain or challenges. Maybe they went through something through divorce or in their family or in their careers. I want women to know that things that are projected on us has nothing to do with us. And I want us to heal from any of that. Because I want to see more women fulfilled and happy and going after their dreams. I want to see more women getting out of situations that are not good for them or that are hurting them. I want to see more confident women going after exactly what they fucking want and what they need. Not because people said that they should be doing this or not because they this is the right thing. I want women to stand their ground and really go after what they want. And that is where I started doing SRN Women, which is events tailored for women under the social register. When I did my first event, I was very honest. I told the women, this was a calling for me and it was downloaded through meditation. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm leaning into it. So I had my first event. And after that first event, so many women were lit up so many women came to me and shared their gratitude of how they felt it was a safe space and how much they needed it and how much they felt this was a sisterhood. So after that first event, I continued hosting CEO Fireside every other month. And CEO Fireside is an event where we bring in a seasoned CEO and she shares her story, her journey, but she also provides us in the room some tools and resources to help us navigate our entrepreneurial journey. The room has built so much love and vulnerability that a lot of women in the room also share and they ask their questions. And that has quickly evolved to what it is today, which has led me to this podcast because I truly know my purpose. And my purpose is to ignite the power within you. And I believe that wholeheartedly because 
ever since the day I started showing up as myself, sharing my vulnerability, sharing my life experience and story, I have seen other women evolve. I have seen other women open up as well. And not only women, I've seen men as well. And I believe me showing up in my vulnerability, me being who I am and shining my light is what's going to ignite the power within other women. Because I believe there is no strategy, there are no steps, there is no how-to to be you. And that is your power. And the only thing I can do and what we can all do for each other is be ourselves and shine our light, be vulnerable, be loving, be supportive, celebrate your own wins so you can celebrate others. And when we can shine our own light and be exactly that is when we are igniting other women to do the same. That is when the power is ignited within you. It's the, I can do that too. There is no strategy to being you. So that leads me here to the Your Ate podcast. You know the background of Your Ate, but this is my heart. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because I believe our stories is truly what's going to make an impact in our business community. And this podcast is going to make an impact on women business owners. And I am so excited to see more women light up to see more women live in joy, fulfillment, and love, and kindness. I just can't wait to see women lifting each other and rising together. So with that being said, I trust that you will continue on with our journey because this now leads me to our next series and begins our journey where we are now going to ignite the power within you. And we are going to do that by sharing other women's stories. So I will now be opening up our series to sharing other impact-driven women business owners, bringing them on the podcast to share their life experience, their story, and any tools and resources they can provide you. So join me along this journey. Please, please, please rate the podcast, share with your friends, because this is how we're going to make impact is if we can bring more light to this podcast, bring more light to the women that I'll be bringing on here, but also bringing light to the women who need to hear what is shared on this podcast. So till then, let's continue igniting the power within each other.